What is up, everyone? My name is Joseph, and welcome to Casually Competitive's Any Responses podcast, where we go over topics that you guys have submitted to us or that we just think are important or interesting to talk about, and we just talk about it as a group. Uh, before we get started, let's uh, let's introduce everyone who we have today. Let's introduce my co-host here. As you may have heard, I am Joseph, and uh, let's just go around the room. You guys, you might recognize them by their hands, but uh, we'll we'll go around the room so you can put a face to the name as well. So, so over here. My name is Jordan. I don't have hands. <laughs> My name is Bill. Adam. My name is Nate. Um, you do have hands. <laughs> I can see them. Stop. So now you guys can put a face to the to the hands that you see every week. Uh, and in a minute, we'll get into some topics, which uh, will be on the screen somewhere. Uh, but before we do that, we'll get into the self-shilling part of the podcast, where if you're out there and you want to sponsor us, this is where your plug would go. Uh, in terms of what we have for you today, if you do want to help support us, we have a Patreon available. It gives you benefits like getting videos early or seeing some behind-the-scenes uh, action. If you like what we're kind of discussing here, we have some like gameplay commentary that is very much of the same, just about games. Uh, we also have a Discord, if you want to talk to us, Discord, public Discord in the description. Uh, we have a join button on YouTube if you want to become a member of the YouTube channel. It does thing, things very similar to Patreon, so if you would rather just support us on YouTube. And if you watch the live streams, it gives you some emotes and some icons. Very Twitch-esque. Very good and, emotes. And uh, TCG affiliate link. We have one of those in the description as well. If you're buying cards, I know you're buying cards. Everyone here is buying cards. I'm not if buying you, cards. I, recently <laughs> I know for a fact all of you buy cards. I recently cards. bought cards. I buy too many cards. Wait, what? what are cards? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you want to buy cards and you want to support us, no cost to you, use the link in the description. The next purchase you make will help us out a little bit. Uh, so go ahead and click on that if you're interested. Uh, but that concludes our self-shilling uh, little segment. And uh, now we'll get into, well, let me explain what I guess the podcast is, because we're going to be doing this a little bit differently than just sitting around and just talking whatever comes to mind. We are going to kind of take things topic by topic. And as the name suggests, like I'll introduce a topic and then, you know, open it up for responses from from the group. If there's a topic you want to hear us talk about, be sure to submit it either on Twitter. Just let us know. Tweet at us in the comments to this video, anything like that. Any way you can get in contact with Discord. us. Discord, a good way. Uh, we'll put it in the list, and if we think that there's there's meat to it, we'll discuss it in kind of the main topic area. And if you have just general questions, at the end of this video, we'll be doing some quick Q&A questions if there's things that you want to know about us that may not be magic-related or maybe like a short answer. We'll include those at the end. So if you have questions for us, go ahead and leave those in the description or Twitter or wherever. Uh, so let's just, unless you guys have anything to say, let's just jump into the main topics. First one for today, since this is kind of like a pilot episode, let's just go over real real simply uh, who are we we're casually competitive we kind of just jumped on the scene we're not really part of any communities at least in the semi-competitive or competitive scene so who are we i guess i guess we can talk about that real quick and i, I guess i can kind of start it off first since uh i do i do a lot of the work for the channel uh 90 percent 100 percent 100 percent you mean <laughs> we just we just we're, show up we're, yeah. we're just like a, a group of nerds who uh play okay. a lot of fucking magic <laughs> talk speak for yourself <laughs> we play a lot of fucking magic and i have experience with editing and my wife has experience with graphic design so we decided to just put that all together and uh, just make videos out of it so i don't know anything else you guys want to say about who we are um i I'm, that's pretty much it right i consider myself yeah. a geek <laughs> nerd but I, I am, i'm extra nerd and I'm so proud. <laughs> All right, so before everyone else cringes off of this video, <laughs> just in general, just because I know a lot of uh, 
a lot of you have asked, like, where did we come from? This is out of, so like out of nowhere. That's where we are. We're just a bunch of guys who have some experience and wanted to play Magic and have an actual reason to play Magic weekly mm. and like regularly. So yeah, imagine if we didn't convince you to play Magic. That's yeah. a very good point. Imagine I only if I <laughs> give you that deck. I started about like a year ago, I think, at this mm. point, and uh, I knew I everyone these, these four guys have been playing for years and i have put it i put it off so i knew i was gonna get like way too into it and then they finally wore me down we infected and, him and uh <laughs> i started playing and never looked back and now i have probably the most like competitive tier decks out of everyone here i would agree and yeah, probably spend more time than everyone here looking at deck lists. i would also it's, agree it's the problem with having a desk job and like obsessive uh personality but <laughs> Anyways, that's who we are. Uh, let's uh, let's jump into another kind of simple topic. We will be hitting some more, I don't know, in more in-depth topics as we go on. But since our season one just ended, our first season, our finale, I think, went up on Friday, the, the last Friday to whenever this gets uploaded. Uh, but go watch the video. Go watch it. Yeah, I actually watched them all. Uh, but our first cool. season, our first season just ended. Uh, so let's just go and just take a few minutes, probably four or five minutes, just to talk about you know what we've liked about season one, and we can go all the way back to when we started in November, since we haven't really had a podcast like this to discuss stuff like that. Um, but I'll just open up any responses to you know favorite games or favorite decks that you've played in since we started that maybe you hadn't played before and you found interesting. What what, what decks did I play? I mean, Zer. <laughs> you played a lot. Zer. Um, oh, that's, I guess we can start there. Yeah, I like that deck so much. I I built it. I Esper is my favorite um, color combo for sure. I have uh, I had an Aloro deck, um, which was definitely casual, um, but you can't really make Aloro competitive. I guess you might be able to, but I turned that into a Zer deck, which I like a lot. It's my favorite deck now. Um, a caveat: I have not won a game. <laughs> yes. Um, yet. So watch out, everyone. It's coming. I'm coming season it's, two. It's the I, don't, I don't think he's coming. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I've been Mycosynth Lattice Karn the Creator by Nate many times, so I can assure you that he does win games. They're just not. He's never they're just not recorded. <laughs> we're not. We're not allowed to show you when he wins. It's true. It would break. It it's would not break in the script. Pattern. It's not in the script. It's true. Yeah, that's my favorite deck right now for sure. I'll say for me, Blue Pod. Uh, I I've known about that deck since it, for a while. Um, since I kind of got into the scene. And since I saw it on the CEDH database, but never really put it together. Uh, never really knew how much I would like stacks until we started recording games and I branched out a little bit. And Blue Pod is like perfect for me. I don't I don't like hard stacks like the orbs so much. Those are the only stacks <laughs> for me. I don't mind them, but I really like situational like hate bear effects that only affects certain people at the table. It's way more mind gamey and it's way more fun to build because uh, it's more like meta specific. Like Urza, I mean, you run I winter run orb, orbs. You run the orbs yeah. because like they're generally good and you can turn them off. Yeah. I, I like stacks that I have to work around with the deck building. And then, you know, it, it's a little bit more meta specific. So Blue Pot for me, like I've that's become my favorite deck, I think. Um, I didn't have it deck. before. First time I played it, I was like, wow, I love this deck. And then I've just played it since. It's a very good and then deck. all of us said, wow, we hate this deck. Our hands are gone. Oh, that was Opus Thief. Oh, no, which which yeah, I had before the channel. And no. that, that's what got yeah. me into making... <laughs> Joseph's his... deck, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, Jordan, True. Jordan had the displeasure of playing it for uh, our it, first it ever stuck video. To, stuck to your name forever. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Anyone else want to talk about favorite decks or games over season uh, one? My favorite deck is my first deck. So it's Azami Lady of Scrolls. Unfortunately, it didn't perform very well. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, it's unfortunate. She, she if, you have, if you haven't seen that game, it's, uh, it's oh, that's a good game. That's that is a good, that's no, a good game. That's a good game. If you want stacks, no. check out worst episode game two of, of the season. season. 
worst game of the uh, season. Like, did I make any decks that were different than what I already owned? Uh, I so. honestly, I only I know you played the, the Alayla one, the Alayla. Oh yeah, oh, yeah um, I did do Alayla. I think that was, I think that was much. the only one that was something that I haven't owned already. Which it was definitely interesting. It was a spicier build than what I had originally thought of building because I was just gonna do flying tribal and just try to smack people. <laughs> yeah. But this one seemed like a legitimate win con kind of deck. So that was pretty fun. Other than that, I just played a lot of decks that I already own and kind of just worked on them from there. So yeah. for me, um, I really don't play a lot of blue. So <laughs> there's one one blue deck I played this season, which was the um, Anala deck mm. with the, the Spellseeker combo in there. That's a spicy one. Basically win from nothing on board to casting Spellseeker. Yeah. And that's a that is a I mean, solitaire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill plays a lot of solitaire. Bill yes. plays a <laughs> lot of solitaire. The the solitaire. The, I'm, the solitaire. I'm gonna be honest though. My favorite deck of the season was Yuriko. Not which that one? That's fair. Yuriko. I, 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 the I think Yuriko was. Oh, oh, oh. It was the most surprising, ninjas. and I I will never make that deck because it was very <laughs> different Demir build was for that sure. Was no, that was, I don't think it was in season one. one season. It was just an earlier. Okay. I like that deck a lot. That's a sweet deck. It was, That's fun. It's a spicy deck to play because you just you never know what's going to happen. You, yeah, you either flip a land or you flip something that takes away half of everybody's life. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does kind of fly under the radar. I know for the game it won, it kind of just like scooted yeah. in there and then just popped off. I think people really liked it though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a fun little commander. It is uh, fun just messing around with it sometimes because you can just just blow up out of nowhere. Right. Just do crazy stuff for sure. Uh, this question was actually submitted by the Spike Feeders on Twitter. Uh, just kind of goes along with this topic. They asked, how has your life changed since you started making content? I'll answer this last because yeah, you, you, most. Um, honestly, I don't think, I, I mean, we, we, we play anyway, right? We, we would play every Sunday anyway. Um, mm. So for me, as someone who purely just plays the game and doesn't really do anything with the background, I don't think much has changed. Um, yeah, I, I don't see much of it. I get to play cool decks that I wouldn't normally play, which is great. A lot tighter yeah. play um, too. Everybody's more focused on the game. Because I feel like when you're playing true. in a more casual yeah. setting, everybody's kind of on their phone. Or, That's you know, true. And everybody's like, that's a good point. Tuned in. I actually get to play on Sunday because I work, so <laughs> they have to wait for me. That's true. So that's, <laughs> true. That's, that's pretty cool. Definitely, true. definitely, the deck choice has changed because I felt like before, especially since we get to use more proxies so we don't got to waste a lot of time switching cards around it makes it a lot easier to just have a bunch of different mm -hmm. ideas for decks that you want to make and then you can just like if you can just flow through so many different ideas because you're like well we have all these videos we have to make so you have to make all these different decks and it just lets you try out things that you probably wouldn't mm -hmm. normally spend time trying out yeah. so that's sure. always kind of fun yeah for me it uh has taken probably most of my free time uh but it's it's editing videos and doing voiceover narration is something i really enjoy i have i've had a youtube channel before that got around like fifteen thousand subscribers for like old school runescape a very similar style of content and it's what i like doing i like editing and i like voiceover so this kind of just like merged the two together so i it takes a lot of my free time to get all the content ready but it's like my ideal hobby was it like two hours a, like extra a day for what yeah, almost it takes me probably about eight to ten hours for a, a gameplay video so split that up over seven days that's a lot that's it a adds lot of up, time. especially when you work a full-time job yeah mm. but i enjoy it which is nice I, and i think we kind of got a good schedule now to where 
it's man. I actually have free time now compared to like true. early yeah, December. Yeah, we actually, we actually have to like plan bit. ahead so we know what we're doing. So we're not like the day of. We're like, oh hey, by the way, we have to do all this stuff. Right. He says he yeah. has free time until we have to pull a video in <laughs> overnight. Uh, that one was tough. That one. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the Theros video that we released had a pretty severe misplay, which we'll probably be releasing in like a. I got a plan a for it. Reel. Yeah, like yeah. a blooper reel kind of thing. <laughs> so this but, is uh, how we actually play. I, I, I'm, I'm very against uh, like keeping videos up that have like a serious misplay that we miss that affects the game. So we cut that right away, and I spent all night just burning through an entire video to get one out on Saturday, and uh, it worked. It, it was a long weekend, but it still. A, it was a three-day weekend, which helped because I could sleep all day Sunday. But <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, I'm dabbling in a little bit of the editing, trying to take a little load off, doing some Patreon-exclusive mm. stuff. So if you want to check that out. $5 tier, get some behind-the-scenes action. It's pretty good. <laughs> some good stuff. All right, so Great kind stuff. of a re quick recap of Season 1. So let's move into our first real discussion topic. Uh, this one has been one that has been kind of around the scene for a while, but for us, I think, kind of popped up a little bit more recently because we went to a tournament recently actually in mm. uh in pennsylvania and we'll which be, was great it was fantastic it was very a fun. lot of fun and we'll be going to the next one ddmgaming.com i believe it is i'll leave a link for that in the description if you want to go to a competitive tournament well most of us if not all of us will be there uh but it kind of popped up a little bit for us uh, in group discussion and the the topic is proxies uh the use of proxies in competitive commander uh, so i'll just open it up for general let's keep it kind of brief but just general thoughts on proxies in general and then we'll move into like some more specific i don't think i can keep it brief <laughs> i have strong opinions about proxies That's if fair. you own the card you can do whatever you want That's which I, I i agree with i agree with that yeah, it's like if you have like five decks that are blue and you have like a force of will that you've spent money on, it's like if you want to just make up four other proxies, you don't got to constantly unsleeve and sleeve. That's fine with me. I wouldn't care. There are, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too into it, but I think there are, I think there are levels to proxies and it depends what setting you're in for what's appropriate. Oh yeah, like if you're at a tournament, you're obviously going to be playing with that one deck throughout the whole tournament. So just take your, take your proxies out of the deck and put your real cards in if you, if you own mm -hmm. the real cards. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. I, but what about for non-tournament play? Like, I'm I'm a little bit dip. I mean, I wouldn't narrow it down that much. I personally think proxies for any type of play group, I am in favor of them, especially for competitive because paywall is kind of a big issue, oh, I yeah. think, for people getting into it. I'm personally, mm -hmm. like, yeah. very in favor of people proxying. It gets a little bit hazier around <sighs> tournaments because uh, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to say, you know, you have to pay to win for a tournament. But, I mean, modern and stuff like that, which are wizard-sanctioned events you know, don't allow proxies. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little bit more fair, but just in general, like if someone had, if someone came with a $3,000, 100% proxy deck to one of our games, I would be fine with it personally. Yeah. I mean, so, so all I'm saying is I think, I think for me, one of the main reasons I got into magic was, okay, I love the game, but I also love the cards. I love how they look. I love what they say. Like, I just, I just love the flavor cards text. so much. I love, I love yep. flavor text. So for me, I want to I want to have those cards and I want to play with those cards because I really like them, um, and so if, if someone and and again the the paywall for the format is so high, I would I would never be like okay you have these cards proxied, you can't play them. But like the proxies that we use on, on the channel again for people who might not know, we use we only proxy cards that we own, <clears throat> any of us. Um, but even so, when we have our proxies, they're super good quality they're like printed really well on professional printers um and they're sized just right so they look really nice and i feel like that should be expected if you're going to bring proxies to a table yeah like they should be yeah. good enough so yes. that people yeah. don't lose the aesthetic of playing magic which is big for a lot of people i will say not even just the aesthetic but especially in a in a group that you're not comfortable with or you're new to especially mm -hmm. if you have like an lgs 
I'd be fine if someone brought proxies. There's a lot of people that aren't fine with that. There are people that, but but my point is with the with the quality of them. Mm-hmm. If you just bring a sticky note and you're playing against someone who hasn't seen that card before, and you tell them what it does, you know, it it mm-hmm. you might think like, oh, obviously it also does this, but there might be something you just uh, genuinely forget, and I think that mm-hmm. kind of hinders the game a little bit as well. Or, I, or if it's like a lasting effect on the battlefield, right? So like, yeah. I think that's there the whole time. You're not gonna. Like be like, oh, I remember what this does. Sometimes you need to grab the card, read it. Like if you have like some like stacks effect that makes something cost an extra mana, you might just not forget because you don't see the art. A lot of cards you just recognize by the art, and then Mm. you might just not see. You just see the sticky note and it just blanks in your head, and you just start playing cards, and nobody else thinks about it. And they're like, oh wait, did you pay for like those seven spells you just cast? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh crap, now they know what's in my hand because I couldn't cast half of these. So right, that'd be unfortunate. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, I'm very in favor of proxies, but the quality of them I think is just. A nice quality of life. Like if you're going to bring yeah. a proxy deck, spend yeah. the three dollars to print them out of staples. Yeah. yeah. I also think there's an argument to be had for the people who don't like proxies. Who like, okay, I I I, I put the money in or whatever, and I bought the cards, and you have, you know, someone who's proxying a deck. I I can understand I, it. I get, I get it, it. But at the same time, but do you want to play Magic or do you want to exactly exactly not play Magic? If you want to, no if you want to play, play yeah. I I would I would say respect. You know, just respect other people, and if they, you know, if they're proxying a deck and it's good enough, I would say, if you want to play Magic, play Magic. There is, like, a slight limit. Like, you don't want somebody who's, like, had their their most expensive commander decks, like a $20 deck, and then they make one with, like, they make a five-color deck that has every original dual land and, like, all the crazy $300 tool. You bring, like, a, oh, if I actually bought this deck, it's, like, $15,000. Money doesn't make you a good Magic player. Exactly. I think true. I'm like, but if it is a good Magic player and they just don't want to spend the money, they're like, well, I don't want to buy these cards, so I'm just going to proxy them. I'd be a little iffy. But, I mean, I, th- I think that's but what again, we're I saying, think, right? I think, that's, I think that's okay. Yeah. Like, if, as long as it's, the quality is good, I, don't, I wouldn't have a problem with it personally. I think communication also is something. Like, if you communicate before you say, like, hey, I... I've just printed out this deck list, proxied it up, so just keep that's that in mind. Also as long as people are aware of it. Power level discussion there, though. That's yeah, yeah true. That's different. That's I think yeah. I think stuff like that is more just communicate with the people you're playing with. Yeah, like Tell they're not them what your the end. Like about. treat them like friends. Like let them know what is in your deck, what is going on, and how you like. Let them know. You, I printed out this ten thousand dollar proxy list just because I didn't go through it. Like I just printed them out. This, these are the cards I have. Um, I think I'd, most I'd people would be okay with that. I'd be okay with yeah. that. And I, I think um, if you don't <laughs> if you don't have that upfront discussion and you drop a a proxied volcanic island, I think people would have a problem with that if you didn't preface yeah. the game. Yeah, just let them know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our quick discussion on proxies. Uh, if you have any opinions on the matter, be f- feel free to let us know in the comments. I mean, this is kind of a discussion video, so you can continue the discussion in the comments as well. Just keep it respectful. I know there are, especially with some points you have coming up, there are things that could get a little back and forth. Just keep it. Keep, Keep it, it nice. PG Keep in the PG. comments. <laughs> All right, I got. I have another one. This is one that someone suggested and is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I like talking about this a lot. Uh, so before we get into the ban list and the flash discussion, which will be coming, don't worry. I want to talk about something that's a little bit near, nearer and dearer to my heart. And it's mono. Stacks. It's, it's white in general. Oh, okay. oh, I mean, so stacks. So stacks. Yes. Mono uh, white. So is that a thing? Is that real? It's it's kind of real. Uh, yeah. but, but I think everyone. Present to show. I think. Everyone would agree that mono white or just white in general is probably the weakest of the five colors, just on its own. It's got some good cards and it's got a lot to help other colors, but it's definitely <clears throat> tough on its own. Uh, does anyone have any responses on things that could improve on, or things that you think are are necessarily the the drawbacks of white? I I don't know. I know we had talked about 
this in a, in another video. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's up or coming up, but um, it should be up by now. It should be. Yeah. yeah. It's just not having enough. It's you use it to catch up but you don't use it to get ahead besides like some specific specific cards i think that's one thing that we you know mm -hmm. have noticed i would say like on that point even the best cards in white are mid-tier cards in other colors even the cards that don't just catch up like land tax is a good example it only works if someone's doing better than you mm. a card like smothering tithe is a great fantastic white card but compare that to something like a dockside extortionist or a Carpet or a flowers. carpet of flowers <laughs> yeah, true, or a yeah. ristic study it's not ramp but it's still card draw and those are all like cards that are nice dockside extortionist is definitely on the high side of red but mystic remora or a card draw engine like ristic study those are mid-tier for blue like true. you yeah. have so many other blue cards that one's just added because it's nice <laughs> or smothering tithe is like that's a top fantastic yeah. white card and it gets you ahead sure but it's not like it doesn't propel you that far ahead yeah, um, i think it's because white is too focused on what the color does there's a lot of stuff like how how green a lot of people are saying how green's just kind of gone on the power level how blue used to be like the most powerful color now green's getting close to like the, the most powerful color because before it was just green would ramp and play big things but now green can also there's protect like, its things yeah it's it can protect it. the veil of summers they have like a lot more harmonized style effects where you just get yeah. to draw a ton of cards and they it can do all the things the other colors can do mm -hmm. and then white i think still just does just like regular things that white's always done it doesn't it doesn't yeah it doesn't have like a lot of smothering life. tithe effects that branch out into what other colors can <laughs> do and like kind of break the pie a little bit it mm -hmm. just it's too straight and narrow All what it's other, good at is just no longer good, good. anymore yes well, well it's good in other formats just not in our format i would say yeah is the, it though is so? it does it have a strong presence in standard i don't i'm not don't, super familiar standard, with standard, standard a lot of like a lot in of standard, yes. back yeah. in the day used to be really good like yeah white white used to not be like a bad color i was watching some other videos on youtube and a lot of the guys that would play like modern and standard back like five ten years ago they're like white used to just be on the same power level as mm -hmm. everything else mm -hmm. and then over the years it's just kind of gone changed. down a step and then it keeps going down why yeah everything else keeps branching out and getting like all these new things that that color couldn't do before and white just doesn't power it just keeps what doing was the, same the last thing. new white mechanic mentor? mechanic was a mentor I yeah, that was like a yeah, that was yeah. like a white red thing. But I think it like it wasn't even yeah, like, no, surveil I, is I agree. so much, much better. better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's fair. I think I think there are some cards in white that are just like 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 silence. Mm -hmm. I mean, that card is so definitely strong. really good cards. There are definitely good cards, but yeah, I think and we were having this I think we were starting talking starting to talk about this earlier as sort of white as a supporting color. And I was mm -hmm. saying how I don't know if that's a fair argument because any color can be a good supporting color. Yeah. You know, you have top tier cards that you you want to just like splash in for value in any color. So saying, you know, giving white that, oh, it, it's a really good supporting color. I mean, they can all be good supporting colors. I think the point on that is white is best as a supporting color. Oh, yeah, which, is the, yeah, which, is, exactly. which is a, which is, is a bad point for white. Issue. But yeah, yeah. It's, har it's harder to have 90% white with a splash color over like 90% anything like else with any a, color with with right. even just a two color deck with white is it it's, struggles yeah it's yeah. mostly the other it's color. mostly the other color yeah. yep. Un unless you're unless you're running i don't even know <laughs> 100 yeah there's what, yeah i agree what do you think white needs to propel us what, what mechanic needs to card be brought draw. to white it needs think? card draw you think so if over, white over something like ramp <clears throat> or tutoring or i think like if that? white gets card draw it'll be okay che cheaper there's, card draw because it's like situational card, card draw. My, yeah but mine's, i mean just straight i was like mind's eye is like the best white card draw and it, that's it's terrible but that's, again you have to pay to 
Yeah. Right. The draw cards. I mean, a lot of other colors, they you, you just have stuff that sits on the battlefield, and then stuff happens in the game, and you just get to draw cards off. But white doesn't have things that do that. I feel like what they're doing is pushing like, like taxing, and and those type of effects in white, like smothering tide. It's like a, yeah. it's a huge tax card. I remember a lot of people were saying like Ghost how yeah. how Ristic study. They thought that looking back on it now they're like why wasn't Ristic study Should've a white, white card because that is yeah, that bad. the whole mechanic like all of the text in it is just what a Should've white been card been a white is because it says study yeah, it, <laughs> it, has, I, it has a book in the art do you think it needs to stick to kind of a stacks or not stacks but taxing effect to get you, these benefits or do you, you think that these benefits should just be ported into white I think I think they should be ported into white because I think just going full on on the stacksy taxing nature you're going to get unfun cards that people don't want to play against Especially more casual players. That's fair. You know, in CEDH, it doesn't matter as much because a lot of people like those type of cards and don't mind playing against them. Like, it's the challenge. But if you're printing, you know, cards like, oh, every time an opponent draws a card, they have to do this or they lose this or you get this. I just feel like those are cards that... Feels bad cards. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Which which are the cards that end up getting banned. That really feels bad ones, for sure. So, I don't know. I I think something... there either needs to be a shift where people don't mind playing against those type of cards or these other effects need to be ported into white. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way to do it. It's interesting. I don't think it'll ever happen, but, you know. <laughs> Agreed. It would be nice. I'm a really big fan of, like, mono-white lists and, like, Tashar is a good Tashar. one. I played Heliod, Heliod in the Theros video, and it's just playing them. You could definitely see where it's like, this would <laughs> this would so just sorry. be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would just be better if it just had another color. Where, oh, like, my you, God, yeah. If... if that color was in any other mono color, you can make it. There's enough pieces in that color to support it. Whereas like Heliod, sure, it's a two-card combo, but you have so you have some tutors, but they're limited. You have no protection. Like mm-hmm. It's really hard to, to get what you need cast and resolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You and, play your hand, and then you sit there. Exactly. Yeah. And you have needs card draw. <laughs> other cards. Other colors do that, but they're able to benefit more from it. Yeah. Or bounce back from emptying their own hand. Right. Yeah. It's... I mean, white can do well. I mean, a mono white Heliod or Tashar deck can do very well, but it's harder to do well. You limit yourself, yeah, a lot more than other colors for sure. Or what about like a like a like another take on on a counter? So instead of countering something, you like cast. You, it's like an instant. It's like the next time somebody casts a spell, you get to do something cool. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They do have like those old white so counters where they like put it back on top no. of the library and spell. stuff. But no, like if someone casts a spell, you you like cast something. It's like instant speed next time someone casts a spell you get to look at the top five cards of your library and put one into your hand the rest of the bottom i don't know something, i think the problem is cool it's like, like that. all that stuff has just been done oh yeah other put in white i i fair just, like, ma- just make a super mana tithe it'll be the greatest thing i think that's <laughs> a spell here. spell tithe. i think they're just too afraid of breaking what they consider the color pie i think that's yeah. i think that's but it and i don't think it'll ever happen yeah i agree i i think they'd I think if when they bring and because I think they will bring these effects into white, but I think when they do it, it's going to be some convoluted way because oh, yeah. every other color yeah. has the draw cards, has the deal mm-hmm. damage, Mentor has the, the stops. Meek. Yeah, it's just. But yeah. it's just like, not good. Yeah. It's just not as good. No, I'm not, saying not for, it's, it's going to be a convoluted way to yeah. get to get the value yeah. that you need. That you have to build your deck a certain way. That's true. That it's especially, not worth it at that point. Especially since while it is the the formats wizard sanctioned, it's not really. It's less tied to Wizards than other formats. Commander specifically, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Standard is Wizards thing. Modern is Wizards things. Commander, like, you know, it's sanctioned by Wizards, but the ban list isn't... It's, no it started out as just, like, it. a homebrew thing, right. and then they kind of were like, oh, wow, this is heading off pretty good. Why don't we get on board with it, too? 
and yeah. they kind of just added themselves in. And it, it the 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 what white does in Commander is so much different than what it does in other formats. Yes, from what I understand. Definitely. So it's mm-hmm. it's hard for them to balance that, which is why I'm I'm kind of excited specifically for white with the Commander products coming out this year. I'd be really mm-hmm. interested to see if they're going to bring some stuff that is good in white for Commander specifically compared mm-hmm. to going into standard. I think that's a good point because if you're if you're making cards that are going to be played in Commander they should to some extent be designed for commander yeah and i think a lot of white cards like smothering tide is a great example of a of a white card that i feel like and i have no idea designed but i feel like commander. it was designed for commander i mean yeah if you think yeah. of it in standard you know? it's a four man enchantment that the other person's going to draw one card and then exactly. it's back to your turn exactly you get one artifact I, for I it i don't think i've ever seen that card in any other format exactly like, which is so. why i'm excited to see what white has this year i feel like if it doesn't happen this year it's not gonna happen that's yeah. fair it has to happen this year just because they have like the sets coming out of like the Commander Legends where there's sets that are cards that are only playable That's in Commander. Saying. So mm-hmm. it'll be nice because they can specifically design a card where they say we don't care what it would do in other sets because it won't be in other sets. It'll just or other formats. It'll just be in Commander. Yeah. So well, we what set did it. what set does Smothering Tithe come out in? Is it a standard? It was in. Um, yeah, is it in Ravnica. standard? It was yeah. in Ravnica. Okay. Ravnica. So yeah, I mean that's a card that you get so much value off of four people and no value off of one opponent right. or yeah. three opponents versus one opponent is huge for that card. Uh, and especially where you can ramp it out early, where in standard there's not a lot of ramp, so you're probably playing that on Unless turn you're four. Playing, yeah. So green. yeah, it was and, like, and I would hate to see more cards like that that are really bad in their other formats just for commander, mm. because then you you're just gonna have a hand, you're gonna have the same problem, but now in standard, either you make twice as many white cards or you just have half as good effective yeah. good standard. Especially white if people cards. are yeah, like drafting. Yeah. If people like draft and they're getting these cards where they're like, wow, this only works in like another format. It doesn't really do anything for me here. Like, that would be kind of a feels bad. Because then, like, half the cards you get would just be useless for you. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. This year is going to have to be, maybe, I mean, not the be all end all, but. There's a lot of product coming out, too. So, yeah. yeah. And awesome. I think it's exciting. I think making sets for a draft environment specifically is a whole nother conversation. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I think we talked about white as much as we can for this video. And now let's get on to the juicy stuff. Let's oh, talk boy. about, uh, let's talk about some topics that have been. We might be a little late to the party, but I think the dust still hasn't completely settled from it based on the discussions I've seen on Twitter and other similar places. Um, but let's talk about the ban list and Flash and Thassa's Oracle specifically. So, for those of you who don't know, Thassa's, the release of Thassa's Oracle... Of yeah, for real. <laughs> the release of Thassa's Oracle you you. <laughs> changed a lot of things. Uh, it made a, 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 build, a, a type of build that was already very strong, consistent, and just homogenous. And that's Flash Hulk. So you're casting Flash and then letting, putting Hulk onto the battlefield, letting it die, getting six CMC worth of creatures for two mana. There are a lot of different versions of Flash Hulk that had different benefits and different strengths. Some were instant speed, some were sorcery speed, some were harder to interact with, but harder to get going. Uh, and there were like four or five different builds of it. With the release of Thassa's Oracle, it basically you know, narrowed it down to one build that is the most optimal, the most efficient, is very hard to interact with, mm-hmm. is instant speed, had all the best parts of all the other Flash Hulk piles into one. And that kind of homogenized a lot of the CEDH just diversity because you could run previously, and you still can to a point, but you could run a lot more hate pieces and a lot more hate decks that targeted a wider array of things and not expect to always just see the same three decks sitting across from you. Now it's a little bit different. If you're trying to play the most optimal and the most efficient, your options have narrowed down a lot, and it makes the non-Flash Hulk or the non-Fish Hulk decks try harder. So that's what happens, and that's with the release of the most recent set. And uh, it caused a lot of 
uproar within the community, I guess you could say, specifically around the the rules committee and banning this card specifically. So, which is Flash, which is the Flash is is currently the most problematic card that people are talking about. Not so much Thassa's Oracle, um, but Flash specifically. But people are making arguments for both. They are, and people are also making arguments against it, uh, mm -hmm. against banning Flash. Mm -hmm. So. Let's just, I, we'll open the floor up real quick. I have some other points that we can kind of narrow down on a little bit, but initial thoughts on on Flash Hulk as an archetype in Commander. Well, none of us actually play Flash, but... Just I mean, that's, on that point, that's a that's a huge well, thing for me. That's true. Jade, you, you... I have a Flash Hulk deck now. He has a Flash. But it's oh, in you, Simic. It's in the, it's it in the work. It's, so it's, it that's, that's not, not part of this conversation. Yeah, but, but, uh, <laughs> I think that point... Sorry, not to. I don't know if no, you're gonna. It doesn't matter. I can say it after. <laughs> what Bill was saying is none of us play it. I think is a big reason why I personally don't see it as much of an issue. I think it is an issue in the grand scheme of commander and optimization. But our play group doesn't play four color flash hulk decks because we've talked about it and because we don't like it. And I think with commander being a very social and not competitive, not strictly competitive format, I feel like you know the rule zero is kind of a meme at this point. But I feel like rule zero. Is kind of, it's kind of a fix for it. I don't, I, I disagree. I disagree with that well, because. Oh, you go ahead. Here's the thing. When we started playing, we were playing casual. We didn't even know there was a ban list. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we did whatever we wanted. I, I used to that's buy true. cards, and my friend would be like, "You know that's we, banned, right?" And be like, "Oh, that's like it, not it, cool." Casual player, the normal casual player does not care about the ban list. Uh, so you're I, only I banning for competitive. I agree. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if that's or, or more optimized. To an extent, I would agree with that. I think there are the, you know, the sort of mid-tier um, casual I mean, players. That's who, true, like, but they're not playing look. Flash Hulk. That's where we sat for yeah. a long time. Was, that's was true, but they might play Flash Flash out a Nyx Bloom Ancient. <laughs> um, <laughs> mana advantage. I have um, never seen someone Flash out people anything are, uh, Well, I, I think um, I haven't either. I've never seen that. But I think as far as the, the rule zero thing goes... I think you run into the problem when you're when you're playing events like the one mm -hmm. that we were at. You can't you can't really rule zero an event. I agree, like and I think tournaments so, are different. Oh, yeah. um, so that means you have to have a ban list. That means it would have to be banned for people to not play <coughs> because people are gonna play it in those type of events. I mean yeah. that's fair. My issue, I do think Flash is a problem, and I would have I would not lose sleep if over it if it was banned. However. I personally don't think it's going to be banned based on the conversations I've seen between members yeah. of the rules committee and other people. I agree. Um, I don't think it'll be banned. And I think, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't either. I, don't I do either. think it homogenizes deck building for a competitive, from a competitive standpoint, a lot. Like if you're building the most optimal deck, you hear 94 cards that are going to be the most optimal hmm. and, you know, fill the other six slots with whatever you want. Yeah. That hmm. That's fair. And that's a good point. And I, you know, I understand that, but I think from a, from a, from a casual, or not casual, but from a social aspect, I feel like that can kind of be avoided to a point. I think so. You're going to have the most yeah. optimal build, and the format is kind of fixed. There's a ceiling. Like, this is the ceiling. Mm -hmm. But I think that it can, I, I think people in general can get around it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't, again, so, so, none so of us far. play it. None of us play yeah. Flash Hulk, but if you're playing at that level, I don't think. Thassa's Oracle changed that much. I mean, yes, Whoa. you don't have a choice it changed, anymore. I think it changed a lot. What, I don't, what do you mean it didn't I change mean, that much? I mean, so now instead of saying, hmm, I could play this pile, this pile, this pile, you're everyone's just playing, just everyone's play playing Thassa's Oracle, but everyone's doing it. Yeah. So you know what's going to happen. That's true. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it does mm -hmm. create a little, that situation creates a little bit of like a, 
sandbagging, I think is the term that's being used commonly for it. Oh, yeah. Where it's like everyone's just waiting. They have, like, yeah. every, all yeah. four people could have Flash Hulk in hand and they're just waiting for someone else to go so gonna, they can do it. So in they response. can do it, yeah. yeah it does do slow it. down games. And I, I, do think, I do think Flash is a problem. And, you know, given the option, I guess, let me rephrase what I said earlier. Given the option, if I had a yes or no check sheet, I would check yes for banning Flash. I would ban it, yeah. But, but I would play it. I, I think my main point is I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't either. It's also like the thing you said with like hitting the ceiling like this is like the best that you could do for flash hulk right now it's like before this what they had before was the best you could do for flash hulk so there'll probably just be something in later the future on yep. that'll just be better so i'm like right now this That's is probably terrifying, terrifying but <laughs> there there could always just be something better they could just be some other combination of cards that just does it even better in the future right i mean I'm they like, they could make uh, they could make any current archetype better accidentally should bring back profit as <laughs> legendary <laughs> and i i think that's I, like long term i don't think banning i don't think the waterfall argument is a good argument saying that oh now we gave them this little bit now they're going to keep asking for more bans i've seen that argument from a casual perspective towards the competitive i don't think that's don't an think issue so however i also don't think that the rules committee based on what their goal for the ban list is i don't think they are the ones who need to police the competitive scene I, I don't I think that. I don't think the four people on the rules committee and I, I wrote it down here what their actual goal for the ban list is. So the focus of the rules committee is on cards which are problematic because of their extreme consistency, ubiquity and or ability to restrict others opportunities with an emphasis on cards that threaten the positive player experience. So their goal is the wider audience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's the right view to have from their perspective. I don't think it's their job. To constantly police the, the one, top like the one percent, the the highest of tier decks. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, I really agree. But it's a table, it's a kitchen table format. Yeah, I don't think that like it wouldn't affect a normal person. I agree. It would not affect a normal player. Yeah, it's, it's and like if the 1%, it, and if it does, you can still play it because it's a kitchen table format. Yeah, you could just say, hey, yeah, I know this is banned, but since we're friends, can I just play this because it's fun in my deck? And most mm -hmm. people would be like, okay, yeah, whatever. I would tell you no. <laughs> okay. Just use this argument that. for uh, for like. CDH bans versus EDH yeah. bans. I have I seen that a lot. I don't like. I've seen that point a lot as well. I don't like separate ban lists for a myriad of reasons, which is why I. I don't want to say I'm in favor. It would have to be a different format. It would have to be a completely it, it would be different format. Because like, how do you work. know what's CEDH? Yeah, exactly. You go, go, to your, go to your group and it's like, well, your deck beat me like 30 times, so it's CEDH just because it wins all the time and it's good. There's no objective way to measure CEDH versus non-CEDH. I think that yeah. point alone negates the argument of separate ban lists. I agree. You could say, here's a CDH ban list and here's a casual ban list, and then someone comes, you know, with a non, with cards that aren't banned as a casual deck, mm -hmm. and it's an 80% optimized deck, and it just shits yeah. all over casual decks. I, yeah. I, I don't think there's any objective way to gauge those power levels. My stance is, I don't, I don't think it's going to get banned. Do I want it to be banned? I don't actually know. I've always been sort of the less bans, the better. Um, I agree. I think... It's as simple as if you don't want to play the deck, don't play the deck. And if you don't want to play against the deck, don't play the deck. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna build that deck because I don't want to play that deck. I wanna I wanna play other decks that I think are fun. And if you think that's Flash Hulk is fun, then play the deck. I don't mind. I don't think I mind playing against a, a, a Sushi Hulk deck. You know. I, it's a challenge. That's what CDH is. Yeah, we all you know you play yeah, don't mind losing. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, be the change you want to see in the format. Yeah. Ooh, you know, that is like I, I don't know if, if 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 you 
never want to sit down against that deck, then don't then just don't play the deck. And if you do sit down against it, you know, try your best and beat it. Yeah, if you beat it, maybe play the well. will change. Yeah. I will I say know. on the point of tournaments, I this may be a little bit of a hot take. I think tournaments, if there's a problem, since tournaments are not wizard sanctioned, I think tournaments should have ban lists if they think it's a problem. That's. That might be know. a little bit more of a hot take. That'd be hard. That'd be that's hard. A, that's a hot take. What? What? L, like each here. LGS that hosts a tournament has to decide if they're having a ban list or not. Don't. Well, they? it would be the well, person sanctioning it. So because the LGSs yeah, don't. But what I mean is like it could be LGSs. different it would get here and somewhere else. It would get confusing. Else. Well, there would have to be a like there would have to be a ban list. A, <laughs> no, I wouldn't a say a ban list. You would have to know going in, like when they yeah. when they announce the event, like you would have to say. Like, they have LGSs like, have rule lists. They have like yeah, at no, the no, bottom no, of the page bans. where it's like another thing. They and by the way, there's a local ban list for this because of like stats we've seen in the past few times or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I it's mean, I don't think it's a a perfect solution, but I also don't think the rules committee policing the competitive scene I, is yeah, is a yeah. good. I think this is better than that solution, and I think if there are issues with it within specifically competitive tournaments, I think I think tournament specific rules is just the easiest way to to. To fix it short term, at least. I'd agree. Short term. Yes. I mean, I think long term. I, I don't. I don't know because then. But I'm also okay with a flash ban, so. <laughs> I am as well. I did you guys I, see the stats yeah. for that that last tournament we were at? For I, the, I didn't, but I want to. For like the the decks that were played and I the losses. When I when I was looking around at the beginning, it actually seemed sort of like I saw a lot of different stuff. It was probably. I'm curious. What would you say Joseph like 25 to 30 percent TNT decks? Yeah, I mean I don't have the exact. I don't for remember the, the exact for numbers. Like the last no, for the, the, the decks that were played. Yeah, I was it when overall. we when we walked around at a few that tables. Looked, that right. There was a couple of tables I saw where there's one guy playing just something random, and then there was three Tim Nathrasios. <laughs> I'm like, I feel so bad for that I guy. Uh, here's another hot take. Partners are bad. I don't think that's a hot take at all. Like, <laughs> not bad is like they're broken. great, but they're they're too strong. Yes. Partners, here's talking about bans. <laughs> I think partners, all partners that aren't partnered with a specific Ooh. commander, should be banned. Just flat out, Damn. all of them. Just blanket ban all of them because it's so it's not. So maybe like in the new set, do what they did. It's not fair. Do what they did in Battle Bond, mm, where they had these specific partners, yes. which I think they're Pier they're not OP, but they're really cool. Pier and like are perfect. They they're two color, and my problem with partners as a whole is it lets you pick which colors while still reserving a effect that an effect that you want. Sure, they ban Thrasios, yeah. they ban Timna, they ban. Let's say they ban one of the two. You still pick the other one that you want, and then just fill in the colors. It is, the, and yeah, it's still just want. two commander. It's two cards that you can always cast. Yeah, no matter. It's just having it reduces the like as irrelevant as it is. You have a ninety-eight card deck. Like, yeah. that's fair. I know. I I don't like. Uh, trust me. A I, four color partner pairing. I, again, I don't yeah. like. That. I'm against bannings, but <laughs> I think partners are a bigger deal than. Flash and Flash Hulk and Sushi Hulk, whatever you want to call it. I, I can get on board with that statement. Yeah. That's yeah. just me. And I think I think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make some people mad for before, that. Yeah, before <laughs> before you all unsubscribe, let's, uh, <laughs> let's slow down. Um, I'm all for unbanning everything. Fair. Do, do whatever you oh, I want. Can pi- finally, play Sway of Stars. I'm playing <laughs> dumbest card. Shaharzad. Cool. Anyone? Oh, I will play. <laughs> yeah. I will play that card. Play that card white, right? I would never play. I will with play you that card. Oh, oh, we it's black. Right? We playing world. We playing World Fire now. I thought it was white. Is that word? Is it white? I think it's white. That's how you make white great again. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's white. On Van Shaharzad. I would never play against Magic sub games. It's perfect. So you ever want to play 17 games of Magic at once? Well, it's a singleton format, so we can only play. Ones. So how do you Four guys? People. How do you guys feel about the True. other side of the argument? People want to ban Thassa's Oracle too. There's a, there's a 
a small percentage of people, Again. but there is there is talk about that. I, I, They're I, saying I this mean, this is warranted. the problem. It's but another one of yeah. the the ceiling things. Like Thassa's Oracle before it was like there was Lab Man, and then Jace. It, technically, he costs one more he's mana, better. but he's like a better he's Lab better. Man because now you Thassa's don't need Oracle. Effect, yeah. Now Thassa's Oracle is a better Jace, so they, it's just it keeps one upping, which everybody's like that's a problem to keep one upping, but. There's probably just going to be something. I don't better think banning is going to solve the problem. I don't no. think either. I, I think it was yeah. a mistake of a card. I, I, think, I agree. But I, I don't, don't like the banning, effects of the card. But I think if it was, if it was, I think it was also because of the set itself, because of the whole devotion mechanic. They were like, well, if we make it like Lab Man costs like two and a blue, it's going to be stupid to have a devotion mechanic mm-hmm. in the wording. So they had to make it double. But I'm like, they were also probably like, oh, do we just make it triple blue? Like the whole all the Dominaria. That would have fixed had. it. I feel that would have been a little better. Like if they so. added one more yeah. blue pip to it. They, just, maybe it was they, made it, they made a better lab man. Maybe it was oh, a yeah. sprint. And, and, that, that's, and that's they, what those people's argument is. But it's not even is. that. They made a much better lab that's man. A, a lab man that wins by itself. Jace is a better lab man that wins by itself. But it's, but not, it's much not much better. better yeah. Yeah, Thassa's Oracle is like, it's, oh, it's so all you do, much better. You, make it, you don't make it so it can win without being on the battlefield. Let single target removal stop it. Which, yeah. but, but they like didn't. As, as long they didn't. They're not like, like if it checks to see if she's right? still on the battlefield. Yeah, well, just your devotion right? has to be at least one. Which means yeah, if she's not they, there and you have no. Because they have the greater than or equal. Yeah. If it just said, oh, true. If it yeah. didn't say the equal part, yep. because then if you have zero, you still have zero. Because I didn't know about that at first, and then I was like, oh, now that I know that, yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but yeah I, I think, think that uh, one that sorry. one mana pip would have changed a lot if they just had a third blue. That's mana. also fair. Yeah, that would have changed. Run, a lot. run your torpor orbs. <laughs> torpor I think orbs. Uh, I think we're gonna make some people angry for that previous discussion. But I mean, I thought Fresh it was good just to what the partners. No, well the. Just that whole discussion from Flash into partners it's a, in general. It's, again, these are all personal opinions. Agreed. Yep. I mean, I'm this sure. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> and I think what everyone agrees with at the end of the day is play the way that you want to play and the way that you want to play against. And the thing is, you know what I'm saying? In our play group, we don't play these decks and we never see them. Because because yeah. we we personally don't want to play them and nobody else exactly. personally wants which to means play them. we may not be the best people to talk True. about how oppressive they are. Yes. However, we're just giving our opinion from our point of view. That's a good point. And That's it, a really we good also point. we we do play from like a semi competitive. I we say it every video semi competitive. Yes. We mm-hmm. aren't the purest of the pure CDH. So our yes. opinion, keep in mind, is filtered through that semi competitive, yes. like yeah. eighty to eighty five percent optimized deck, like tinted glasses and, and, and that's what we like yeah. to play and that's exactly. what we play yep. yeah so i can see i can see if you're going to your if you have a cdh night at your lgs and you're trying to play a zombie or whatever and you well, have well, why are you and saying zombie and you're <laughs> sitting up against tim the thrash i'll win tim the thrashers flash hulk tim the thrashers flash hulk and then like a then like a crom i win tim no whatever Easy. Whatever, opus I can see how you, only would, one thing you that would want her. a Flash Hulk band more Stacks. than we do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a, that's definitely fair. Um, again, if I won't I won't know if I would say ban or not unless I was faced with that decision. Um, I don't Here's know. the thing, though, I'll just leave. I'll go play <laughs> some people don't have the option. People some some yeah. people can only play commander at their exactly. LGS. I'm and that's what sure that with. there's people there that aren't playing those decks. I mean, fair. Positive. I, I, well, it, for me, it goes back to communication. Like, communicate it, with them. You could always ask. You'd be like, I've had some really Unless bad games with these decks. Right. Like, do you have something else you could play for yeah. just this game? There's Unless no way. tournament <coughs> setting, I don't, think, I don't think anybody would have an issue with you being yeah. like, do you have another deck? Yeah. You can there's no way. Tournament is different. Yeah. There's yeah. no way different. that the people who are this obsessive commander only have one deck. Like yeah. true. none of us have only one. <laughs> yeah, true. I do think true. tournaments are a separate issue, which is why my soft solution, if I was pressed to give an answer, would be 
make rules for the tournament. Make tournament-based rules. Mm -hmm. uh, you are the leader it's of your tournament. You are the run your organizer. If you think it's going to be an issue that you don't want to deal with, maybe deal with it yourself. But I don't. I don't. I, on the flip side, I don't think it's the rules committee's job. No. Especially since it's if it was a wizard-sanctioned format, yes, that's completely different. But the fact that it's it's not more of like means a lot the to books me. Format exactly. The the ban list is not wizard-sanctioned, and that for me matters a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I again, I have different opinions about Rule Zero, but I think that's neither here nor there. I mean, I think my, for me, Rule Zero is just communicate. Communicate yeah. effectively okay. and you'll have then more fun fine. games. Then, I, then I'm on board. Like, if, if, if you don't want to play against the Flash Hulk, communicate that. If no one is going to agree with you and the only three people you can play with are like, no, I'm going to play Flash Hulk, it, I'm very adamant against it. Either you probably weren't going to have a fun game in the first place. You probably weren't going to have yeah, a fun game. <laughs> yeah, true. If you're playing that's with those true. type of people that aren't going to, they're probably going to be. Don't be that person. <laughs> I think that's Coming that's in. the big thing for me. Unless you just built the deck and you want to try it out, but like yeah, but, but people, you, I think you play it once and then too. move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. play or it a two, couple times. Yeah. You don't know how the deck works. You're not gonna go off the first time. Well, I mean, you could, but <laughs> you could be the best Magic player ever. But I mean, look at your opening hand. Oh, hey, I win. I will say my <laughs> biggest issue as we kind of close this topic. My biggest issue with Flash Hulk as an archetype is it does homogenize deck building from a competitive standpoint. It oh, definitely it, it yeah, limits it the amount of outlets you can have, which I think is relevant, but I don't think it's restrictive. That you can you can still build your ninety five percent optimized non flash hulk build. You can still build those, and you can still you have fun Urza. with them. You could play Urza, <laughs> but I, I I I just wouldn't be upset if it never got banned. I would love. I would like, either. I would I would probably be more happy if it was banned, just because I think the oppressiveness is ban worthy. But I don't think it's the rules committee's job mm -hmm. to worry about the the very the smaller section of the CEDH community. I think it's the CEDH community's job to, yes. this is going to spark discussion, but I think it's it, it's it's their job to warrant how they play within their own play groups. Real Zero is, it's there for a yeah. reason. It's no. it's hard to balance Commander. It's impossible it's to balance impossible. Commander. Oh, yeah. Power levels don't work. Again, our, our okay, think levels. of how many cards are in this in this format. A lot. Well, any yeah. card that comes <laughs> out can absolutely destroy the format just yeah. by them. Or by it's oversight. not relevant. You know, or it's not yet. Yeah. For the very few of you that are left after that discussion, uh, let's move on. <laughs> How many subscribers do you think we have now? <laughs> Four. <laughs> it's just us. Welcome to our <laughs> last. Just us. Left. Welcome to our last video. <laughs> the only ones uh, left. <laughs> but uh, so that's it. If you guys have opinions on Flash Hulk, which I know ninety percent of you will, be sure to leave them in the comments. And like I said, just I keep can't wait to look at the comments. It's gonna be fun. So be an interesting comments. one. I mean, we we had to start off that's strong for our first podcast. Uh, it's. Just it's these are we're all our opinions again from a and I, I really like what Bill said. We're not in the a hundred percent CEDH sort of um, sphere. No, mm -hmm. you know, well, we'll so play we don't partners, but we're not we going to play exactly, the most optimized. We're exactly. not going to play the best, the top top tiers because mm. it's yeah. just not fun for our play group. We might not know what it's like to be in that situation. So, and if and if that's true, let us know. You know, let yeah. us know how it really is. Is it you know, I'm going to my CDH night. Everyone's playing these decks. That would, you know, I'm sure that would give at least me a different point of view that I would normally have. So, mm. all right. So, moving on to a much lighter topic, and this will probably be the final topic for this video. Uh, what are you guys excited for in 2020? We've had a ton of stuff. Commander announced. Legends. Commander Legends. Yeah. Is that even a real question? <laughs> yeah. It's everything I've wanted since I started playing this. Format. More specifically, though, obviously Commander Legends. But what That's are you answer. looking for in Commander Legends? Azami with one less Gix. blue symbol in it. <laughs> Gix. Give me a Gix uh, that I can play as like a, a good Gix. 
I want one. I'm just excited about all the legendaries they say are going to be in there because it just it adds so many different options. Was that last mer? The the king of mers. That last mer that was printed. That's not a real mer commander. Wasn't that like what about Morphon? Yes, yeah. Brutaclad's so good. Brutaclad, but is it's like not the a mer. Look, I want a mer. Did you see him? I want colorless. a mer. He's a super mer. I want a colorless mer. I'm making the deck, baby. It's <laughs> just so much worse. So for context, the first, the second, because when I when when most of us started playing, we started playing sixty card decks. The second sixty card deck I ever made was a mer tribal mono white sixty card deck, and it was so bad. But I loved it so much, and ever since it's been my. Favorite. I don't want to talk about my sixty card deck. <laughs> Those were, that was just bad. So that's what I want. I want to. I want so. I want so. I want too much. Just, I want a, too just much some jank and some crazy stuff. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, just take one blue symbol out of the nominee and I'll be happy. That's cool. <laughs> also, it'll be cool because they're going Could back be to strong? they're going back to having five commander decks when they release like the bundle mm-hmm. earlier this year, which is kind of nice. It's just you know one extra deck. So I'm excited. Be cool. I want I'm some excited. more Rakdos. Love. Are we going back to uh, Phyrexia? Is that a thing? Please. I think that's, but that's, I, that's, I think it's coming. It, it, it's got, it's got to happen because the lore. That's my favorite Because with the lore, <laughs> I was reading the lore in the Theros thing when Ashiok was doing all the Ashiaki things. He ended up seeing the Phyrexians in Elspeth's Nightmares. He's like, ooh. We're going to Vryn too. He was like, This is not a lore cool. podcast, find those. by the way. <laughs> not yet. No. We're, go, we're I just going to Vryn too, memes. right? Huh? We're going to Vryn too, right? I don't know what that is. That's Jace's plane? Isn't that oh, full yeah. of wizards? There could be some cool wizards coming out. Like, like maybe zombie. like one that draws yeah. cards and you tap like wizards. A zombie <laughs> with, like a zombie with one less That's blue symbol? <laughs> Four CMC, the zombie Dude, question mark? There better be a return to Kamigawa right no, now. Please, no, please. Give me Kamigawa. day on the channel, by the way. <laughs> Cancel. Kamigawa. Cancel. Cancel Adam in the comments. <laughs> I need slivers and Kamigawa. That's all I need to survive. Shut your mouth with slivers. Uh, That's all I need. Your slivers video isn't out yet. That comes out this Friday, I believe. Yeah, and there will never be another one. Memes aside, I'm I'm super excited for like like, um, just commanders that we either don't know about or have sort of been forgotten that like can actually come back in like a relevant yeah. way bring yeah, back some be old, so old cool. like update the old tech because there's like a lot of yes. cards like there's a lot of cards i was looking at where it's like there's a lot of old cards that would do target player not a and now they reprint a lot of cards now where they're like the same card as before but now it says each opponent mm-hmm. so that it affects like it still works in standard because you have your opponent but then it also gives cards that didn't work too well before the ability to work really good in commander so i hope they do that with a lot of like actual commanders where they were they were cool but they were really iffy to play mm. against three other people because mm-hmm. they would have like single target effects it would be cool if they had more like blanket style effects that could yeah. affect your which, table since which, you're it's multiplayer which they probably will because it's going to be commanders yeah. want some new mechanics some new mechanics cool. would be cool new mechanics i'll bring back flanking Flanking anyone? Flanking never. Flanking in the comments? Suiting. Banding. 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 Horsemanship? Banding. What is that card? No. What is no, that no, mechanic? Can, <laughs> that makes my rolling earthquake way Hor- worse. Horse rider? Bring back Darien, King of Jeldor. With just fading? What was the fading counters or whatever? Fading? Fazing. That's what it was. Eminence? Bring back Eminence? Never. That's another hot topic that we probably don't That's another topic for another day. Let it be known that some of us very much hate Eminence. Or enjoy it. I love them. Let us know in the good. comments. Do you like Eminence? No, don't. Slivers with Eminence? Don't make Is that what you say? Dragons? Respond to right. you. Dragons Eminence? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I think there's going to be some cool stuff. I'm curious as... I'm curious to see how they intertwine the... Like how Adam was saying, the new decks with the release of sets. 
They haven't done that yeah, before. Yeah, I kind of like they're like yeah. they're, so, they're like, like with we'll Ikoria coming out, they're theming the decks to go around Ikoria. Which, which yeah, that's what I'm talking which about. Which that's kind of cool. And then they said they were doing it with Zendikar, where like each set that comes out, they're theming the like the theme of the deck to it. So I kind of like that. I'm excited yeah. for I think two things this year. Um, I'm excited to be disappointed that Fetchlands aren't being reprinted, probably <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah, uh-huh. pretty, I'm pretty sure they said that Wizards was saying something I saw where they said they didn't want to because of standard they don't want to reprint i mean i mean that's lines. why in these commanders, the yeah. commanders perfect, that's, that's the yeah. only thing because they're because they're like cause people were like oh reprint them in zendikar i don't want them to print and when wizards them. was like there's no way we can reprint because all of them I'll in zendikar we'd reprint like stupid. one at yeah. the most yeah. Yeah. i'll feel stupid uh, but i will say i'm excited i'm not i'm not excited for anything specifically i like i would say i'm excited for the new legends i'm not but i know there's going to be one in there that i like like the last two big things that have been released i made an elsha deck immediately when that was announced and i made a holland deck immediately that's why i'm holding off building decks right now i just don't uh, want, yeah that's a good point yeah. i don't want to like, we, we all want to build so many decks but we're like, we can't there's so much stuff coming out i'm not like looking forward to like i really want a, a commander like this or a legendary creature like this i'm just like i know one's gonna pop out that's gonna be like hey this is perfect this for is you mine. and i'm just gonna build it <laughs> I want stacks commander stacks commander <laughs> draw Each cards opponent can't stacks play others that's all i need <laughs> you each opponent can't play spells. Cancel the set, please. For one Wizards, mana. cancel For one those mana. cards. For one just, white mana. One just, white just, mana. <laughs> that's, a mono, that's what mono I needs. No, just, just make a new... One white, you win the game. Just make new black braids. In the command go. zone. That's Legendary it. creature. Exactly. Grizzle Brand? Un- unbanned Grizzle Brand. No. Grizzle Unbanned? Grizzle Brand Unchained? No. Once, <laughs> once again, this is Adam's last day. On the <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps up kind of our main topics. If there are any, if there is anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, if they're more in depth, we'll add them to like that main section. And if they're not, we'll add them to this next section, which is just kind of a quick Q and A. Some questions that we've get often or have gotten specifically for this podcast. So we'll, on. We'll, we'll go, <laughs> let's go over them quickly. Uh, I first, answer yes to all of these questions. <laughs> first one is one we get asked a lot: How do you choose the decks that you play for the videos? We don't. Mm. We don't. You do. do. We want to go through. You the, all. The whole thing. You I mean, all I, choose. Well, last time we, we I got a quick. That. I got a quick TLDR. Yeah, if, let's do that. If that's fine. That's fine. Uh, basically, we get together as a group. We take all of the suggested decks that have been said. Get a whiteboard. And we get a whiteboard. <laughs> we talk about them. We we yeah. we ask. We talk as a group. Is this going to be powerful enough to fit with the other decks and with what our channel is going for? If the answer is yes, and someone wants to play it, we'll like add it to the 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 pool to be selected mm-hmm. and then we'll just fit it into the pod kind of w- whittle it down from there yeah, exactly we we do plan out pods specifically to be a little bit more balanced in power level and in colors uh so if there's a deck we think will be strong enough a deck someone wants to play and it fits in it gets added mm-hmm. that's basically it. a lot of time we don't like to have just one control deck sitting there right. yeah. trying to police the whole board because yeah, exactly. that's because yeah, that's, that's, that's impossible yeah. it is absolutely <laughs> terrible next think- up Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm just saying, I, I, th- I think we do a pretty good job with our balancing. I think so, too. It does take time, though. Yeah. So, like oh, yeah. like I said, though, we don't choose, you choose. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> what, me, and, me and Jay spent a decent amount of time just combing through comments and getting a spreadsheet together mm-hmm. with deck. So, um, even if we don't respond, we do Yeah, we, we look at them. I we, look at every comment. We look at them all. Which is probably not great. But, uh, <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, this one's from Twitter. Blood Moon, Back to Basics, or Stasis? Stasis? Blood Moon. I love Stasis. Stasis. I think I might be on the Blood Moon. But I could never run it. I would never play Stasis, but... Stasis (laughs) is hilarious. I play Back to Basics. I play Back to Basics. I'm a big fan of Back to Basics. I think I'm on the the Blood Moon train. I I love that card. I like Back to Basics because it's a little bit more restrictive than Blood Moon, but you also don't affect everyone of the... Like, that's my kind of stats. Blood Moon still gives them technically colorless man. 
Back to Basics doesn't. Yeah. I'm gonna say Stasis because it makes yeah. me laugh every so. time I see it. I like Blood Moon as a card more, pro- probably Blood because of the flavors. I think Back to Basics is yeah. generally better than That's Blood Moon. 100. percent But it's... I don't like blue, so <laughs> I do like blue, and I think Back to Basics is definitely better. I don't mess with Stasis, so I'm gonna leave that in the corner. Adam can sit um, with Stasis. I'll sit in the stasis. corner with. But stasis. I've I've, <laughs> I've played with Blood Moon for longer, and I just like the card more. Oh, it's so so it is a cool card. All right. Next question was actually submitted by MTG Mudsta on Twitter. What do you have for breakfast on a normal morning? I don't. What's breakfast? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I mean, yeah. Can't tell you the last time a, I had breakfast. A cup of I'm coffee. pretty the sure. Last time I went to breakfast, breakfast was the last two cups of coffee. I don't know, like two a.m. Denny's I breakfast. Li- <laughs> I, I live off of the Three True. Musketeers in my jobs vending machine. Not gonna lie. <laughs> As you can see, we're all very healthy. Okay. People. I haven't. I haven't said my piece. If I'm, if I have time, I'll eat like a regular breakfast. How often do you have time? Like. Weekends, <laughs> both times, and then both probably times. both times, <laughs> both, both, both times on the weekend. Um, you can only have breakfast two times on the weekends. Um, well, you can have breakfast for dinner if you want to cheat. Both second breakfast, and probably once or twice during the week. If well, not, I'll just have a. Who is this guy? That's like once or twice yeah. more than me. Yeah, I just drink coffee, <laughs> coffee or tea. I don't even drink That's coffee. coffee. I said I I sometimes, sometimes at work, I'll have like a little like peanut butter bar, liquid breakfast. With my coffee, but that's very seldom. It's the most important meal of the day. I drink Everyone some water. Be eating breakfast in the shower. <laughs> in the comments, let us know. Do you eat breakfast? Got to save time somewhere. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, what are your? Go- this is a little outside of Magic. What are your go-to games when you aren't playing Magic? Ooh, <laughs> can we skip this one? <laughs> Actually, okay. I, I have. Okay. Me and me and Joseph not Ooh. not recently because we've been. I know we've both been pretty busy, but. We play a good amount of uh, Age of Empires. Age of Empires is such that's a good not game. Age of Empires game. DE. It's not my go-to game, such but it's, a, good it's game. such a good game. I'll let you know what happened agree, to me. But that's not. Uh, I I never used to play League of Legends until I, I met I, these uh, guys. I worked <laughs> and then I said, I don't, don't play then League of Legends. League of Legends, and now I play League of Legends. Yeah, we this all is not a League of Legends podcast. <laughs> we we all play League of Legends, and it's and it's a very painful thing. It hurts. No, I so enjoy good. it. No, you don't. But not good I enjoy League. No, I do enjoy League most of the time. I enjoy it. I Especially don't because Earth is out. Because I mess up mad. so much. <laughs> this is not bad. <laughs> there's, some, there's some people I don't... <laughs> All right, next question. I don't like this <laughs> yes. one. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> Call of Duty? Wait, there are... Me Call Duty. Call I think... Call Duty. GTFO. I play Monster Hunter. Nobody knows what that game is, but... Everyone knows what Monster Hunter is. Yeah, I'm a big indie boy. Like any type oh, yeah. of roguelite, Binding of Isaac, no, like one of my favorite games of all time. I'm a, I'm a big indie gamer for sure. Binding That's Isaac a, is so I weird. used to be it's creepy when I was in college. I would say or high school. How are you a Runescaper? <laughs> I mean, that's just an addiction. I don't do that for long. <laughs> I, haven't play, I haven't been playing too many games lately, though. Neither have I. I've been, I have played a good deal. I've been of watching Netflix. Netflix. Mm. Watching The Witcher. I've been watching I've been some sleeping. That's it's a good show. Yeah. What did I just? What did I watch? I watched. I was sitting on the couch. Never mind. This, this, I, don't <laughs> Please I, w- I watch a lot of anime. There are some. Watch. There are just yeah, some random shows on Netflix that are just not good. Oh yeah, and you watch them, don't you? And I yep. and I and I at like two in the morning, you're like, you I know what? Through. Let's do it. No, like afternoon. <laughs> like, hey, this, this looks cool. All right, we're gonna. This is sad. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> this is sad. Do you ever play Powered Down Commander to switch it up? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. That's where we bring the meat. Joseph doesn't because Joseph doesn't like to have fun. The only one who doesn't enjoy. Power down commander, I would say, would be Joseph. He, I try to play memes like Darien, King of Jankdor, yeah. greatest. I think, but there's a there's a there's a good reason for that because I know we've jo- talked about Joseph just it's likes not the fair. most. Like it's not fair. It's not fair because power it's, levels again. It's not. That's my biggest issue. And it. you can't. And it's so hard to communicate 
between people, especially if you haven't played with them before. If you have a different idea, or if you haven't level. played the deck, exactly. So, so like my, or I just get really lucky and win. Yeah, my seven and a half deck is totally different than someone else's seven and a half deck, and I think that's another appeal for CEDH, especially for me. You go to it's a lot more condensed with the power level. You sit down at the table and you, you, you know, know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know you're going to be playing against the strongest decks you're that, gonna, or yeah. optimized decks that, at, at the most. That's why I'm glad we started least, to sorry. power up our decks like however many months ago it was. Because like I I don't dislike casual com, uh, commander. It's just I don't know what the line is. Like, oh, such I, a feels bad I sometimes, wanna, too. Yeah, I want to play a deck yeah. that I built and I feel good about and I enjoy, but I don't know where's that line. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our 17-step combo is okay, but like, do I really want to play that? Do I really just want to rely on on a mechanic that I don't like. It's very hard for me personally to just build a yeah. deck I enjoy playing and is at a power level that could be as bad as some of the worst and could be, you know, could keep up with some of the better casual decks. It's just, it's not worth for me it's to, hard. to put that deck together. My casual hard. decks yeah. are usually chaos it's and just beating people to death. <laughs> no, Jordan's casual decks are seven CMC angels and boros. <laughs> hey, I don't wrong. like that. For deck. some reason, people kill me first. I got a nice. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Because. <laughs> I'm gonna kill them. That's what happens. My casual deck commanders one CMC. True. Reese. That, Reese? I do like that deck. That, that, deck, that deck is fun. My casual deck is an, is an advisor because like, advisor. I think, so I think it comes with playing the game. To some people. I think it comes yeah. with like, to playing the game a lot yeah. because I mean Joseph's only been playing the game realistically for a year, year and a half maybe. Not even. We've like, all been going what like five to seven years, roughly oh, something yeah. like that. So like, I can't so it's just like just the amount of games we've gotten in. We we know like what long. <laughs> well, I don't know what fits. How much of our life have we wasted? I'm really life? good at gauging how good a deck is. I'm not good at gauging the how bad a deck is. Uh, yeah. If that's mm-hmm. if that's oh. a good way of oh, yeah. it makes it. sense. Um, it's right. a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm luckily I'm much too busy with the uh, the channel to really play outside of recording anyway. So uh, feels, uh, you don't want to play with them anyway. Please open Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Last question that I have written down is: What commander do you identify with the most? Or, or what commanders do you like playing the most? Zami? Slivers. That's unfortunate. <laughs> we know that's that gross. Is, those are gross creatures. That's disgusting. They are <laughs> the pinnacle of everything. They are actually <laughs> legitimately disgusting yes. creatures. Adam's they are canceled. legitimately the pinnacle of evolution as well. Yes. <laughs> okay. What do you got, Nate? Who doesn't um, want to be a little slithery snake? I think me. everybody. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Alora a lot. He's one of my favorite Sitting commanders. Sitting in your big chair. Sitting in his chair. I love that. <laughs> just, just I love chilling. that and I honestly, it, it's really, it's like such a, it's objectively not a good card. Um, but it's, it's got eminence, uh, so it's good. What do you mean? No, I'm not talking about Aloro. <laughs> oh, oh. It's, it's um, <laughs> oh, what's it called? It's another, uh, it's, no. it's the Planeswalker one. No, I wish. No, it's <laughs> Windgrace? Yeah, Windgrace. I love Windgrace. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh I, I love, love I love Vivictus. Vivictus I love, is a, I love Amazing. Jund. Jund is my favorite. And I love Esper. So any of those two, I'm probably gonna like it, but those are probably my favorite, Jund and Esper. Again, I I like I like Urza a lot and I like Zur a lot. Um yeah, but I, I think I, I like do also like Varina. Because it's like what? my Varina the zombie lady when she came out. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. the three yeah. color. Because I used to just try to make Esper. zombie decks and I was like, man, it would be cool if I could add like these white splash cards and like a lot of like the Orsov colored cards to it. Weird. Hey. <laughs> Zombies and slivers, man. About I like the good stuff. A planeswalker. <laughs> what, Liliana? 
best planeswalker. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Bill, what do you got for? Uh, <laughs> I would say I identify with Corvold because I'm a hungry boy. That's fair. No, but you need your wife on your wedding day. Yeah, but no, I love John and like the two. The two. Yeah. He became a dragon and then ate her. Yeah, he ate his wife and like all the guests. Yep. But no, I like Sean. This is not a lore podcast. But 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 the person I identify with the most, I would say, would be Marin. Because you you that <laughs> that's your waifu. Because I want to die. Because <laughs> I want to. Die. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, it's it's because it's, uh, it brings the table pain. Okay, I got a question for you, Bill. <laughs> Very true. Who would win, Corvold or Vivictus? I mean, Probably Vivictus. Vivictus. Probably Vivictus. He seems right. like he's an boy. elder dragon. Yeah, I know. I just had to make sure he's we're on the dragon. same page. Corvold is sweet, but he is some. But Corvold has no remorse. He'll just eat. So, but he's but not Victus, an elder dragon. But Victus makes you kill yourself. This is Again, not a lore, not a lore podcast. <laughs> but it seems to me that Corvold is a dude that got turned <laughs> into a dragon. And Vivictus is an elder dragon that was one of the first. So And he makes you kill yeah, yourself. I guess so. That's all I'm saying. You're right. You're right. All right. Not a lore podcast. <laughs> but Adam. here's some my, lore for you. My, my choice is Elsha. Only because I, I started building my Elsha deck before it even like... Like when it was first released, and like other people jumped on it as well. But I probably that's the, the earliest I've hopped on a commander, and I really, really enjoy it. And it's my play style, like card advantage. I don't like, the, I don't love the colors. I thought it was because he was a monk. It's bald. Joseph's right? a monk. I'm a monk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is also a monk. Do you, have you seen her art? I mean, the creature type is Jin monk. Yeah. So and she's bald. And, I don't and know. she's. I don't have you seen her art? Bald. I don't play the deck. But I thought I'm you enjoyed. Guy, I thought yeah. you enjoyed art on cards. I do. No, obviously <laughs> not, not just guy art. <laughs> yeah, I wish it wasn't just guy. I wish it was green because I just love having green in. My oh deck man, green so nice. much. But anyway, was instead of white, that would not be no, fair. Instead of red. Instead of red. You're right. It wouldn't. Be. It wouldn't be fair at all. I just like green. It's not my favorite color, but it's my. This is weird. I've said this before, and it doesn't make sense. It's not my favorite color, but it's my favorite color to have in a deck. Green is right. My favorite green? color. Green because green is. Oh, yeah. Good as a support good. color. Anyway, might be the best support color. That's, again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll wrap it up there. So, if you guys are still watching, thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this kind of pilot podcast episode of Any Responses. If you have any topics you want to hear our responses on, leave them in the comments below on Twitter, on Discord, however you want to contact us. Go ahead and do that. If you want to support us financially, we got a Patreon, we have a Twitter, we have a TCG affiliate link, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff. We do have a lot of stuff. <laughs> Other than that, if you want to see more <laughs> of this of this style, let us Inside. know. I'm very, I'm very curious on how this video is going to do. I think we've had some some hot takes, okay. and I think it'll maybe not do super well in the analytics. But we'll see. Uh, but that could love it. Can't wait for those comments. <laughs> They'll love it. That, that, uh, they love the spice. That wraps up this <laughs> the video. Spice of life. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is casually competitive MTG. We will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 YouTube.